Entrepreneur Sessions, the podcast. All right, welcome to another episode of Entrepreneur Sessions. I'm your host, Jennifer, and here's my co-host, Mario. Hey, how's it going? And we got an amazing guest in the building today who's a wealth of knowledge. If you don't watch any episode, you need to watch this episode because it's going to be a really, really good one. Um, Stephen Floyd has been in search engine, he's been a search engine marketer for over 15 years. And in 2004, he ranked his website, gurus2go.com as the number one global, it was number one globally for the keyword computer repair. So he held that number one position for nearly four years. And if you guys understand SEO, you understand what amazing feat that is. And, um, you know, the company was sold for over $1 million. So without further ado, everybody help me welcome Stephen Floyd. Hey, I'm doing great. I'm, I'm so happy to be here. Uh, it's a huge, huge honor to uh, be here with you today. Man, appreciate you, man. Appreciate you uh, taking the time to get here, man. It was awesome. Uh, kind of a quick backstory, you know, so I've been uh, knowing Mr. Floyd for a while. You know, we, we worked a couple of projects and uh, randomly ran into the gym, uh, I guess it was about a month ago. And that's kind of what sparked up the conversation. Like, hey, come on the podcast, man. You got so much knowledge that, you know, a lot of people who watch our podcasts could really, you know, um, benefit from all the things that you know, you know, everything from branding and so forth. And I'm not going to spill the beans, but, uh, but yeah, I'm glad you're here, man. It was fate. It was fate that y'all ran into each other. Right. This information is so timely. So it's going to be a good conversation. Man. Yeah. Yeah. And so, um, you know, let's, let's get started, man. So, uh, first question, um, you know, t- tell us a little bit about your entrepreneurship background and how you ended up ranking as number one globally for the keyword computer repair. Well, um, again, appreciate y'all having me here. Um, it's a, it's a huge honor. Um, so, you know, I, uh, I've got a long story. I won't make it long, obviously, you know, uh, out of high school, I went straight into the army, uh, came out of the army, first job out, worked for Microsoft, actually, supported Windows 95 and yeah that, that dates me a pretty good um, so I worked in technology for a while and I got to a point where I had my own company and I was going to businesses and homes basically doing anything they needed you know computer wise right any any kind of repairs networking I was certified in like everything like it's ridiculous if you saw my resume for that I love I love tests and things like that I love sort I'm a certification junkie I'm a knowledge junkie I'm an education junkie for real um, if you saw my resume you'd laugh. you think I was you think I was doctoring it um, for sure but um, so, you know, uh, one of the companies that I was doing work for was this company called Gurus to Go. And um, I was their top guy, right? Like I was their top kind of fixer guy. And uh, the owner said, you know, is there, there any, you know, any chance at all you consider coming on board, you know, closing your company and joining me and mine. And so, uh, you know, we had several meetings. I, I said, yes. And, and so it's so funny now. So it, it's like Geek Squad, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but what we did was we did Geek Squad with Uber is what we did. And we're the first ones to do that. So, you know, um, we had a, a base of about 18,000 people uh, nationwide who signed up to work for us as subcontractors. So customer would, would type in computer repair. We were number one. They would come in, they put in a work order. It would go out and be offered to all the techs that were in whatever area they were in. The tech that wanted it would go take it, would go there in a non-branded uniform and non-branded vehicle, do the job on our behalf, uh, sign an invoice with our logo on it. Wow. And so, um, because we use subcontractors and not employees, we could destroy the competition. You know, there was, they had no chance that no other competing company could compete with that. We could be anywhere in the U S within an hour, anywhere, except a few places 
I have lots of stories I can tell you about that too. One of them is uh, near Roswell. So uh, uh, we can't be there within an hour, but we actually did a job there. And we did a job at a top secret. Oh, hello. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> was that flying saucer when you were in the room? I'll to say. Um, but anyway, so um, I knew absolutely nothing at all about search engine marketing when I joined that company. I was totally an IT guy. So I did, you know, I said I'm, I'm a voracious learner. I, I joined every forum and every online group. I bought every, I'm not kidding. I literally bought like probably every course that was available on SEO, read every article, and I just started testing. And then that's when God showed up. You know, one of the times God showed up. He shows up all the time. That's one of the times it was real obvious. Because I found the formula. I found the right, you know, I found the right, you know, the right people, the right training, had the right information, executed on it, and was just killing it. You know what I mean? And we, we went from being nowhere on Google at all to being number one globally. And when I say globally, let me clarify that because this doesn't even exist anymore. It's impossible. Back then in 2004, there was only one Google. It was google.com. Now every country has its own Google, right? There's mm -hmm. google.es, which is Spain, right? There's google.com.au, which is Australia, right? There's, I don't know how many different Googles. But back then, no matter where you were in the world, you could be in Hong Kong, you typing in Peter Repair, we were number one which led to some interesting, you know, things, right? <laughs> we, had to, we had to solve that problem because we were getting inundated with people putting in work orders, right? Uh, in, in foreign countries, right? We were only in the U.S. So real quickly, you know, it was funny. My partner was like, this is amazing, but what are we going to do? Luckily, of course, figured out we restrict traffic just, you know, to these areas. So it's very easy to fix. Mm -hmm. um, but, for, but for a bit, it was a little bit scary. You know, we were, our system actually crashed. We had so many work orders one day. Um, but um, we ended up getting acquired by our largest customer um, just a couple of years down the road. Um, and then when, so I got a nice payout for that, you know, really good, like a retired type payout, right? If I wanted to, but I was too, you know, too young for that. So um, I said, I had the skill. And so um, I took about six months off probably. Uh, but then I slowly uh, started my own digital marketing agency and I started doing exactly what I had done you know, for people who would hire me. Um, and um, that, you know, is, you know, what I did for like a decade, you know, and so my first business, I wouldn't call it an entrepreneur. Personally, um, I would say I was more of a business owner, you know, at that point, a small business owner. I feel like an entrepreneur needs to create something. And that's just my, you know, kind of my opinion, you know, of it. Um, I know different people have different opinions. Um, but since then, um, I now own a software company, which I completely came up with, you know, the concept and kind of how it works and what it does. Um, and I have uh, two training companies, uh, one where I teach people how to do digital marketing and one where I teach people how to create courses actually. Um, because, you know, I make a lot of money selling courses. You know, I make, I've actually, I've done a little less than $50 million in course sales in wow. since 2012. And that's me and partners. So that doesn't mean 50 million went in my pocket. Um, mm -hmm. but, but me and a handful of partners, then we did the numbers. It was like, 49 million something, something, something. Um, but if you're into click funnels at all, I don't know if you are, but you know, we had the, the 10X, you know, not the, the two comma club. We did, we got 50 of those. We got, you know, the two X club, you know, uh, as well for that. So, you know, it, it, it's good to be verified, right? It's good to be verified by a third party when you're throwing out good numbers. I know. Wow. There, I mean, there's so much from even just the information you've already shared with us. First of all, having the foresight in 2004, to understand that, that the direction, you know, now we're in 2020 and just seeing the direction everything is going, it's like, you guys had the vision before. That's like almost on some Jeff Bezos, Kindle type. <laughs> yeah, I got to hand it to my former partner on that, you know, and, and looking yeah. back, 
I want to kick myself for not creating Uber, right? Like, because this was way before, it was a decade before Uber, Mm -hmm. you know, it was the same concept, you know, instead of having employees or even, even subcontractors or consultants, right? These are just straight up, you know what I mean? Like, you know. Wow. That's okay. You did good. You were number one in the whole world. (laughs) Just $50 million. Hey, you know. I know. <laughs> well, what I'm most proud of, honestly, I am I am proud of that. But I I would conservatively say that my customers have done really, really, really conservatively half a billion in sales. And I'm not talking about I don't work with like big global companies. I specialize in like your local roofing company. Okay, that's who I work with. I work. My average customer is in the three to five million dollars a year range, you know, revenue wise. You know, um, and that's that, that's what I kind of feel like my calling is. You know, for that. Um, small businesses get taken advantage of by Google, um, uh, really. And I could, you know, I've done hours long talks on that, so I, I won't, you know, bore you with that. But you know, Google basically is making you pay for traffic that you should already be getting for free. You know, in sites like by giving priority to sites like Angie's List and Yelp and, and things like that. You know, um, if I'm a local plumber, why should I have to pay Yelp? You know, for leads. You know, right. to get people in my local area, right? And then Google, they they decide that because they decide who ranks. You know, who doesn't? So, you know, if I'm a plumber in Frisco, ethically, morally, in every other way, I should rank higher than a, a lead gen business. Right. It's just reselling my information. You know, I, I don't, you know, it's funny. Google's slogan is don't be evil. You know, have the thing saying that like reliable roofing is not reliable, oh. right? Like branding wise, right? How ironic it is so often the branding is opposite of what it is, right? Um, and with Google, I think it's absolutely true. You know, I mean, I make my living from them almost exclusively, you know, and I'm a, I'm a Google partner and I have all the Google certifications and all that. So on one hand, you know, I like them, but on the other hand, I think that they've done a huge disservice to small businesses, similar to what Walmart did, you know, when they came in and destroyed all the, the, you know, the local moms and pops, right. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, by giving preferential treatment. So. So that's, that's, that's already a, a bunch of added value just from the fact that, with you have been being in that space for over 16 years now at this point, being able to understand how to how to navigate the market, the advertising. It's system. fun. Yeah. It's so much fun. No, I love it. What what I, I tell people, you know, I was special operations when I was in the army. And I tell them that that's I'm still special operations now. And and the reason I say that is because what I do is I enable a business owners who are, you know, don't have tremendous budgets, right? And don't have tremendous resources to not compete with the ones that do, but to own the ones that do, you know, my, my clients end up in number one, right? I don't care if their marketing agency that's competing, you know, is paying $20,000 a month, you know, and, and my client is paying me you know, 2000, right? We are going to dominate them. The reason why is because I can do guerrilla warfare on them. I can hit Google and use the tactics that they can't stop because I'm small and quick. You know, um, I don't have the budget to go out and do these huge things like these, you know, big marketing agencies do. You know, so I, I feel like I'm a champion, to be honest with you. I feel like I'm a hero because I'm able to help a small business owner, you know, with a reasonable uh, expenditure, go out there and compete, you know, and win and, and grow their business and, you know, and, you know, take care of their employees and, you know, all that kind of stuff. You know, I, I feel like I feel like there's almost no one that's doing that, you know, that's, that's you know, kind of has that calling, you know. And so based on what you were saying earlier about Google uh, and so forth, um, it kind of brought to mind a movie that I, I still need to watch fully uh, on Netflix called Social Dilemma. Have you seen that? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's, 
Yeah, that's it's. A, I think that's a must watch. It's uncomfortable, probably. I and um, you know, I was very aware of that kind of stuff before because of my profession, mm-hmm. right? Like what you're gonna find when you watch that. I was aware of pretty much 100 percent of that before I watched the movie. But I'm so happy because now, you know, normal people who aren't in my profession, right, can see this, can see what's going on, you know. And you know, Donald Trump, man, I don't don't care what you you know like him or don't like him or, or whatever. But Donald Trump won the last election primarily because of digital marketing. And I'll argue, debate that with anybody. In fact, he would answer that too uh, if he was here. I, I, I promise you. Um, and the reason why is because he was able to, in real time. Uh, he used paid traffic. He didn't do you know, like organic SEO. I do paid traffic as well. But um, he was able to, in real time, see what questions and issues were people discussing in exact spaces. And bam, he was able to hit an ad right there, right there, right now. If someone in Boise, Idaho at eight o'clock is talking about this issue, bam, President Trump's got an ad talking right about that issue right there. That's why he won. Oh, well, that's one of the main reasons he won. And that's why you see... See what they're spending this year on, right. on digital marketing <laughs> compared to the, you know, the elections of the past, right? Like it was like the, it was like the phone book fight Google with the last election. Right. Like literally like, like, like Hillary, Hillary Clinton was like, she's like putting ads in the phone book, <laughs> you know, like getting, you know, getting, getting a, you know, the, what's, a, what's a phone book. I don't, right? I don't know. I know. <laughs> I know. It's so funny. That's, that's part of uh, I teach people, you know, like I mentioned, I teach people how to do what I do. And that's one of, they always ask me like, I got to talk to Better Business Bureau or I got to, you know, present to Chamber of Commerce or not Better Business, I mean, I'm in Chamber of Commerce or something like that. What do I talk about? And one of the things I love to do is I'll walk in and I'll take a phone book, you know, and I'll walk in, you know, and I'll say, you know, who knows what this is, right? Mm-hmm. When's the last time you used one? Then I'll hold up my phone and have Google. I'll say, who knows what this is? And when's the last time you used one? And that's it. Uh-huh. It's a mic drop, right? right. Like I get you found on Google. Where everybody's at, that's where I get you the leads from. So if they're on Facebook, which is where everyone's at. I'm getting you leads for Facebook. You know, if it's Google, you know, wherever, you know, um, digital. That's why I say digital marketer rather than SEO, because SEO is just search engines. Digital marketing is bringing in leads from every source available that are online. Although technically really do everything. I mean, if you want to do, I mean, on mailers and it's going to give you an ROI, I'll, I'll do a mailing campaign for you. You know, like a physical, like mailers, right? Like roofers, that's can be good for, you know, for example, you know, yeah. Digital banners and all that kind of stuff. I'll do. I'll do whatever you know. Whatever works for you. There is no cookie cutter. Yeah. Random question before I jump into my main question. <laughs> what do you think? You know, right now there's so many people in the marketing space that they they a lot of the trainings and the lead magnets and different things they use is always about how to use ads to get more traffic. How do you think that ads are the most important thing right now, or do you feel like there needs to be some kind of organic? action or our plan to support those ads yeah absolutely well the answer you know is going to be it depends but i'll tell you for most businesses okay most businesses you're going to have a blended strategy you know so here's what most of my clients end up doing we end up starting primarily we start the the uh, organic uh machine moving okay but the organic machine moves slowly okay unless you have you know a celebrity or something you know behind it right the, the, that moves slowly we do paid traffic, which is, you know, ads, you know, we hit it, we have a real big budget, right? Because that can get you immediately. But once the organic kicks in, the ROI, it's not even, I, I could show you slides that would blow your mind. There's not even, let me put it this way. 
the number one listing on Google, okay, on average gets 48% of the clicks on a page, okay? The number one organic typically gets 48%. So if there are a thousand people searching for that and you're number one, you get, you get 480, right? Mm -hmm. Now, the advertisers for Google, let's say, there is an average of five advertisers per page, okay? All of them combined only get 15%. So even if you, it doesn't matter what your budget is. So if, if a thousand people a month are searching and five people are competing, then the maximum that the five are going to get is 150. They're going to share 150 as opposed to the number one gets 480. Oh. So there's, you can't compare anyone. You know, and I do both, by the way, you know, I'm a Google partner. I, I do pay-per-click. I do all the you know platforms. So it's not like I sell this. So I'm telling you that I do both. You know, but the reality, I'll, I'll tell you, um, everyone should use a blended approach. One thing that works for everyone is retargeting. If you're not retargeting, you're not marketing. Okay. Um, and, you know, retargeting is, you know, you know, like, uh, what was that movie Minority Report? You know, uh -huh. with the Tom Cruise, you know, basically, you know, omnipresence marketing, right? So, you, uh -huh. you know, sign up for a service and, you know, once somebody hits one of, you know, they hit your website, for, for example, then they have, you know, um, a cookie marker and then your ads are shown to them. You know, anywhere from 30 to 90 days, you know, mm -hmm. depending on what it is. And those are the absolute cheapest clicks you're going to get that there's nothing that I don't even know what second is. They're okay. so cheap because you're going to get people for pennies. You know, mm -hmm. you're going to get people, those clicks cost pennies as opposed to the average click on Facebook right now costs between two and $4. If you're in, you know, a competitive niche that has any real value. I see people that sell, I, I have a Facebook course by the way that I sell. But it's mm -hmm. funny, I see people who um, uh, uh, do that and they show, you know, screenshots of these results and stuff with these crazy, you know, crazy, crazy numbers, you know, and it's like, mm, yeah, you know, that was, that was not a cold, a, a cold ad to a, you know, a new audience, you know, mm -hmm. that, that was a retargeting pixel to, you know, someone that's been your customer. Already, yeah. Right? Like, uh, you know, I know. Somebody who's already taken action on the site or done something before, right? Yeah. Custom, you know, you build your, you know, your, your custom audiences, right? Your lookalike audiences. So for example, you know, if you're doing Facebook ads, right, you should, if you, as soon as possible, you should only be doing ads to people who have made a contact with you as soon as humanly possible. So let's say that they visited your Facebook business page, right? For example, it doesn't matter what they've done, but say they liked it or, you know, whatever, uh, made a comment, whatever it is you should build that list as soon as humanly possible. Okay. Because those people already, you know, have are somewhere in the no like trust, like funnel. Right. And when you do ads directly to that, uh, 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 audience, one of the things that you can choose, and this is kind of a sneaky thing, but one of the things that you can choose is you can choose to show, and I wish I had an example to show you what I'm talking about, but you've seen an ad like this. I can almost promise you it. You can choose a button that shows your friends who have also liked that page. You see, have you ever gone to a, a, like a Facebook page and it said, you know, also liked by so-and-so and it's some of your friends, mm -hmm. right? Okay. You can set up an ad that only goes to those. So that means that you're only displaying ads to people who, when they go to that, they see their friends. Mm -hmm. And you want to talk about social proof and social power. Right. Forget right. about it. Forget yeah. about it. It's like a reference at that point, you know, because right. your friends saw that. It's like, oh, well, it must be verifiable. Well, yeah, I mean, the company, so the company that, uh, or the software company that I have is in the review uh, or the reputation marketing space, all right? It, it helps you get reviews. That's the primary thing. It helps you get reviews and to distribute reviews. The reason why is because 
it is the number one thing, you know, if, um, if you need a, if you, I always tell like an example, if you uh, are driving down the street, boom, you crack a tooth, right? You pull it first thing you can do. If you don't have a dentist, you have a dentist, you're going to call your dentist, right? If you don't, you're going to go to Google and you're going to say, you know, dentist near me or something, right? Mm -hmm. uh, and, and you're going to, um, and so when that comes up, you're going to see the three little ads, right? And immediately you're going to look who has the most reviews with the highest score. Right. And 99% of the time, you're going to click on that person. You're not going to scroll. Mm -hmm. You're not even going to scroll. And when you go to Amazon, you look up your product, you sort by price, sort by price, and then you see who has the most reviews with the best score. Am yeah. I right? That, that, no, you're exact. Yeah. That's what everyone does, yeah. right? That's what everyone does. Yeah. So if you're not, if you don't have a review strategy, you know, it's, it's bad, right? Like people Google you before they do business with you now on almost everything. Preach, Steven. Right, right. Then, I'm just telling you, like, like my, uh, uh, like realtors, you know, like, you know, used to be a thing, right? Realtors now, like people, they're going to Google you before you do it. If I type in realtor and your name and city and, you know, what look, doesn't, something doesn't look good or if you don't have, like I was, uh, I'm, I'm in the process of selling my house and the first lady that uh, I saw on there that was referred to me or whatever, she had one Google review and she'd been in business like 20 years or something. I said, like, I'm going to talk to her. I'm not selling our service. That she's not gonna sell the house, <laughs> you know. Like, <laughs> I, might, I might get her some reviews, help her out. You know, she's like, right. not leave, but not not gonna not gonna do. And we all do that, right? Yeah. So you know, social proof and reviews are what move decisions, what move people yeah. from prospects into customers. I love that, Stephen. You're just affirming, like a, a case study I read a long time ago. Even though it was on, it was about a Yelp, and it was Yelp that put it out, but it. It just talked about a local barber sal uh, beauty salon who uh, was just focused on getting good Yelp reviews and how they, they weren't doing advertising. They were getting all this organic traffic just from people going to look That's at all. So, I, yeah. Well, it, 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 it is. It is. It's amazing. And it's so easy to do. That's that's the thing. You know, it's completely free, right, to have a, um, you know, Google Maps account or a Google My Business is the proper term, right? Yeah. Um, that's free. It's easy to set up. And then collecting reviews is, you know, as simple as, you know, asking for it at the point of sale, right? Um, or, of course, there's, there's dozens of techniques and things that we who do this professionally use, right? And um, to do that, like my, my software, you know, that's what it does. It, we install it, you know, on your site and when it, after you have a customer, of course, and you've all seen these, you know, I'm, I didn't create this, right? I'm in, just in this space. After you have your call, you get a text message or an email or both saying, hey, you know, we'd appreciate it if you'd leave us a review, right? Right. Um, but you can take someone from zero reviews to, you know, hundreds of reviews, you know, how many customers do you have in a day, basically, right? You know, 5% on average will leave a review. 5%, mm -hmm. I'm talking about, an, uh, you know, a, a requested one, right? 5% of people on average. So, you know, if you see 100 clients a month, right, you're going to, on average, get five if you just ask for it, right? I'm talking about good ones, because, of course, you know, if you don't ask for it and they leave a review, the chances are 90% that isn't bad. It's mm -hmm. not good. Right. You know, people that do it on their own accord, you know, they want to say, ah, I'm not ever going back to, you know, such mm -hmm. and such, you know. Yeah. So, I do reputation management for oh, <laughs> So, <laughs> so I, I, everything you're saying is like spot on. So I'm going to move on to the next question because I could just talk to you all night. Oh, no, me too. I'm having fun. <laughs> so SEO um, and how to improve your Google ranking is still a huge mystery for most people. And can you provide some tips? 
And I think you've kind of already done that, but maybe we'll just go into that a little deeper. But can you uh, provide some tips on how small business owners can begin implementing a strategy today to improve their SEO and you know their overall ranking? Yeah, absolutely. So if you are a business owner and you don't want to hire someone, then uh, doing your own organic SEO, which means not the maps, right? Um, is going to be very challenging, not impossible, but very challenging. The only way you're going to do that is if you, you know, like buy a course, like, you know, I sell a course, you know, that does that buy a course from someone that has lots and lots and lots and lots of testimonies and reviews and proof that it works, uh, and then implement it. But most business owners don't want to do that. You know, most business owners want to do, you know, what they do, right? They don't want to learn a new profession. However, most small business owners specifically, the, the thing that can bring them the fastest results with the least amount of effort that's absolutely free is to claim their Google My Business listing. You know, it's google.com slash business. You go there. And, and the thing is, it's, it amazes me that people will be so lazy. A, here's a statistic that's a fact. 48% of all the Google My Business listings that are live are unclaimed. 48% of the businesses that are they're on Google. They're on there. Google, you know, uses different sources. They're called aggregators to find these businesses. Like Yelp is, a, is, is you know, like a place it looks, right? If, they, if Google sees a business on Yelp, it goes, oh, this must be a thing, right? Then it checks another couple of places. Um, and so it will have a listing for your business even if you didn't go create a listing for your business. Um, so half of them are not even claimed. So you go and you claim your listing because God help you if your competitor claims your listing. Right. And that happens a lot. That happens a ton, a ton. There's lots of nasty business that people do. Um, go claim your listing, and here's the key. Without, you know, tricks like I teach in, you know, my courses and things, just fill it out correctly. Like, fill it out completely, excuse me. Fill it out completely, meaning they allow you to use photos, upload, you know, all the photos. They allow you to have a video. This is one thing that, oh, it breaks my skull. <laughs> like it's like 3% of business owners do this. You can have a video, a 30 second video intro on your Google Maps listing. 30 seconds. It's like a free ad, right? Like a free ad and, and only two, like these 3% of businesses have that use this feature. Um, so go in, fill it out completely. One more, one more tip on that. Google posts is a feature that they released about probably about a year ago. And basically, if you think about it, like you read a blog, right? They make a blog post, right? Well, a business owner can make a Google post, okay, on their Google My Business listing. Um, and it's like a free ad. It's a free ad. And when they type in the name of your business, let's say people that already are familiar with you, if they type in your business, on the right-hand side, you'll remember sometimes you see a huge listing that's just for your business, right? That, that's called a knowledge graph. And your post will show in your knowledge graph. So you could have a coupon, you could have a post with your coupon or your offer, you know, right there. The, the, the last thing that I would, I would tell you um, on this would be, you can choose your featured photo, okay, for that Google listing. You can choose your featured photo. Choose something that tells the story that you want your prospect, you know, to see. You know, you know they say a picture's worth a thousand words. You know, what image, I'll, I'll tell you the, per the best one I've ever seen. And I don't even know if it was intentional. It probably wasn't. Probably was just, just happened to happen. I was doing a webinar one time and I was teaching people this, uh, how to do this. And I was, I looked up and it was a local, um, a children's uh, dentist. All right. And their, their featured image, um, was of the, um, 
I'm, I'm, I'm not going to think of the name now. The little snowman from uh, the Disney movie, Frozen. Uh, okay. And at the time, this was like, this is all that they were thinking about, right? But when you see that image as a parent, and you got a kid, and they need a dentist, and you see that image, immediately you're like, oh, this place gets it. You know, this place gets it, you know? So, so don't, don't, I don't suggest you use like the front of the business or whatever, like most people do. I suggest that you pay somebody, you know, five bucks on fiber, right? Or maybe, you know, you know, spend a whole $15 on fiber, right? Fiber.com and have them make a custom image for you that has like an offer on it, right? Like a coupon or something that you're going to get free traffic from Google. Why would you not? It just makes no sense. There's businesses that will pay. I, I, I get prospects that are paying thousands of dollars a month through advertising and they had, and they didn't claim their listing and get their free traffic. You, in some markets, you can get thousands and tens of thousands of uh, leads for free through your maps listing. Um, and if you're not in a competitive market, you know, you can be number one real, real easily. If you are in a competitive market, you know, still, you know, there's things you can do to stand out, but that is the quickest win. And also, by the way, it's a trust factor. You know, not having a, a, a Google page now in your business, it looks a little sketchy. It's like using, it's like not, it's like using non-branded email for your business, right? Mm -hmm. Like when I call, like I go to somebody like, and it, wait, you're an attorney and your email address is bobsmith at yahoo.com. Right, right. Really? Come on now. You couldn't afford bobsmith.com. They're like, <laughs> <laughs> now, now I'll tell you, if you're a handyman, I'm cool with that. Uh, if you're like a local handyman, I'm all right with that. Right. You know, if I'm, if I'm, if I'm playing that part, right. We can be Goliath or, or we can be David, right. As far as our marketing goes, right. We can be yeah. the little guy just trying to win or we can be the big guy, you know, we'll crush it, you know. Um, but yeah, just, just take action, I guess. You know, I know I said a lot about maps and stuff, but take action, just, you know, yeah. find out what's available and then start doing it. And you can do it, man. You can be a small business owner, set up your Google, write and do it. You'll, you'll get something from it. You know, if you, you might not get, you know, life changing business, but you may, you may. I'm over here taking notes as you're speaking, man. You're dropping so much knowledge. I'm I know. Speaker's <laughs> worth the knowledge. You guys. Sure. I'm going to have to re-watch re this video. <laughs> kind of like, okay, what, what did you say again? So I love this. So your system kind of does all this. You know, is it like a one-stop shop where instead of me having to go and create a Google account to create a Google page, I can go into your system and it'll do the whole gamut for Yeah, me? basically. So, you know, my, so if you, so my company, you know, um, uh, and, I, and I'm not pitching it right now, by the way. I'm not even really actively taking clients for my marketing agency. I'm focusing on other projects right now. Um, but but the ones that are like me, um, they normally are one-stop shop. So they will, you know, do everything for you. You know, what, what my goal is, you know, for my marketing, for my marketing clients is my goal is that the only thing they have to do as far as marketing really is write checks uh, to me. And <laughs> there's some little things that they can do typically, you know, like if they're going to, if they'll make some videos, you know, on their, their phone, you know, things, but things I give you guidance for, you know, like I'll have them go to all the different sites like Yelp and, you know, there's hundreds, we, we call them uh, citation sites, right? You probably think of them as a local directory, right? Like a Yelp, right? One strategy that you've got to do if you're not doing it, this includes on Google My Business and Facebook, everywhere that you can do it, once a month, go in and update that with the coupon. You know, that one strategy alone, that one tip alone can, I mean, I've had businesses that they just do that. I go back like two months later and they're like, God, we got so much, we can't even do it. Like we had to take them off. You know, we had to, we had to take off the uh, coupons because we got so many, you know, people who couldn't even service them. 
Um, but you know, all these sites like that, you know, if you, if you're going to have a listing, you know, uh, you know, optimize it and an agency like myself, that's one of the things we do for you. We go out and we, we set these up on usually around a hundred sites. There's literally thousands that you can do this on. Um, but if you don't want to do it yourself, um, you can go to sites like Fiverr, right? You know, like y'all know Fiverr, right? You can go on Fiverr.com and look up a, you know, it's called citation, right? So look up, type in citations. Okay. And for about 20 bucks, okay, 20 bucks, you can get, they'll go out and build like 50 to 100 of these for you. And what that means is, is they go claim your listing and they upload uh, your logo and they fill in the business description, right? Um, mm -hmm. And do all this stuff. If you're not doing that, not only is it going to make you rank lower in Google because it's one of the top ranking factors in Google for mm -hmm. local people is these citations. They're called citations. If you mm -hmm. don't do this, not only are you going to rank lower, but you're going to miss all that all those customers, yeah. you know, that you could, you could have gotten, you know, um, yeah. go get them, fill them out properly, you know, maintain your branding consistently across them all. You'll see higher rankings and, you know, you mean that kind of stuff. That's why I love local because, you know, it takes three to six months to get things really going with organic, you know, in any kind of a competitive market. Yeah. You know, doing these simple things right away can, can, you know, if you get, you know, a couple of deals here and there, depending on what your ticket price is, it can make a huge difference, you know, like a plumber, the average, uh, I have one plumber client right now, his average job, you, it's probably surprising, you, maybe you won't, his average job is $1,500, you know, um, which really surprised me, you know, I thought, gosh, you know, but his average job is $1,500. If he gets one, um, one a month, right, from, you know, from one of these directories, right, that we set up once, you just do it one time, you don't have to keep doing it, you can, you should do what I said and update it all the time. Um, yeah. again, you go to Fiverr, they do this deal, they set them all up for you, then they send you the logins. So they do all the sweat work and then they send you the login. I said, I'm sorry, $15, not 50. So they'll, they'll about $15, they'll go set them up for you. Then they send you a spreadsheet with all the logins and the email address. You go change mm -hmm. the password mm -hmm. on it. So it's yours at that point. But that yeah. is a machine that can work for your business forever. Wow. You know, for a one-time $15. Steven. Man. <laughs> By the way, people charge hundreds of dollars and even thousands of dollars to do what I just said. Yeah. I mean, I'm, not, I'm not kidding. I'm not kidding. And it, do it. It's powerful. No matter what you sell, even if yeah. you don't sell locally, if you're an e-commerce store, I don't care. Go set up and claim your Google listing. Go I'm do it. set on it. This interview yeah. is good. So I'm, I'm, I'm <laughs> drop the mic. Let's walk away. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love, you know, I love helping businesses, especially small. I have nothing against big businesses. You know, but I just, I love to see, you know, like the local guy, you know, when I go, if I get a plumber and, and nothing wrong with you, if you do the, the opposite, there's nothing wrong with using a national chain. I'm, I'm not against national chains. I don't use them though. You know, like I'm, I, I love local so much. Like I'm that guy that um, I don't use the automated thing at the grocery store because I want to check. My first job in my life was a checker. Yeah. I mean, a bag boy, a bag boy at a grocery store. You know, when I was like 14 years old. I was a bag boy and I don't want those jobs to go away. You know, so I don't, I don't ever use those automated things. I, I go through the line no matter how long it is, you know, because I want to keep those. I just, I, I love, you know, I love helping, you know, I feel like everybody's like my neighbor, right? Everybody in my community. I feel like, I mean, we're all brothers and sisters, obviously, you know, yeah. but I, I feel like the people that are in, you know, proximity to me, you know, or I don't know. I just feel like they're a lot closer. Oh, okay. I just, I I more. Jazzes me up more helping them than, you know, some big company. You know, you're also supporting keeping that personal connection in, the, yes. in those settings too. So I Absolutely. Like yeah, because you know when you do that, when you help somebody with with marketing and sales or anything like that, you know you're you're helping 
you're not only helping the customer, you know, your customer is paying you to do well and, and do well by their employees and expand and things like that. You're also helping the, the uh, client, right? You're also helping their customer because I don't work with bad companies. There's no way you couldn't pay me enough money. And believe me, when I was doing this, um, well, I, actually it still happens a little bit, but when I was more speaking on stages and things at like big national stuff, I would get, there's a lot, the, the biggest money in SEO is in things that you don't want to sell. Oh. And I'll just leave it to your imagination. But, you know, <laughs> uh, you know, things that someone like me with, you know, a wife and kids and family and someone who loves Jesus is not, is not going to participate in that. It's not good for my soul. And I'm not going to participate in, you know, her harming someone else's soul, even though, you know, like, I'll tell you, the casino, man, at one time I got approached by a casino right after I sold that company and oh. I banked at easy seven figures, you know, and at the time I wasn't making anywhere near seven figures. I wasn't, I wasn't even making six figures, you know, right out the door. Um, but, you know, can't, can't do it. You know, if it antagonizes your soul. Yeah, I, I'm with you. Yeah. Yeah. Because no, I, I know when I first got into the business, um, you know, I had two two clients that two two prospects and it was a church on one hand and it was a guy who um you know did un, uh, unholy things on the other hand <laughs> was like yeah no that's not the path i want to go so yeah i, I, I know where you're coming from you know uh, in my mind i think i think is this g is it is this the devil trying trying yeah. to you know, catch me slipping or is this is this you know jesus giving me a test you know it's, it's <laughs> It's, it's one or the other. It's not an accident. You know, right, this, this, right. This, this is a, this is a test. You know, look, I said, Oh, here it is. I see it. Right. I mm -hmm. see a test. I don't know which side it is. I don't know who it's doing it, but I'm passing that test every time. Mm -hmm. I'm not failing that test. Mm -hmm. and, and it's great that you, you have, you know, you're, you're, you're a Christian, you know, and I think yeah. that's what's kind of really helped guide you, you know, because oh, yeah. anyone else who's not a Christian, they're looking at the dollar side. They're like, I'm just oh, yeah. taking a run with it. So no, you know, you have to, we, as if someone who does what I do at an elite level, um, we can we can make bad people who sell bad things. We can make them more powerful. We have that we have that choice, right? right. And, that, and it's a choice. We can choose elections. Who wins elections? I mean, I'm, you know, like I just mentioned earlier about you know President Trump. You know, his digital marketing team being one of the most, if not the most important thing. We have the power to choose. You know, the impact is immeasurable. That it's immeasurable, you know, and so, you know, just like any, any job where it has a huge impact, you have to be responsible and, you know, you have to let your values, you know, guide you, you know, you have to, you know, you have to have that thing to be able to say, is this in alignment with my core values as not just as a, a business, because you know, your business has core values and mission statements and, you know, all those things, but, but personally, you know, and, and I have never, the only time that I ever, I ever contemplated it in, um, was, uh, some friends of mine wanted me, good friends of mine, like in person, like people I see every day, wanted to open a, um, uh, what's that called, a payday loan store. Mm -hmm. And they wanted me to help them. Now, there's nothing illegal about, you know, payday loans. And I know that some people use them. I've used them. I've, man, I've had times where I didn't, you know, I couldn't rub two nickels together, right? And that car breaks down and, you know, what are you going to do, right? So I'm not saying that they're bad people, whatever, but I just felt like, I, I just feel like it's, you know, benefiting off of, you know, misfortune because right. most people who who do that are either uneducated and they don't understand you know um that it's usury basically you know the the rates are you know ungodly literally 100%. right right you know um so I, it may feel like it's a, a blessing to them at the time and it may even be a blessing but i just i, I just you know i wanted to so bad you know these are really good friends of mine i just I was like, oh 
oh, I want to work with my friends so bad, and they're good people, and they have a good intention. They're, they're looking at it on the good side. They're coming to me saying, hey, what about that, you know, the single mom with three kids and the car breaks down, and she doesn't get paid, you know, until the end of the month. You know, the bank's not going to give her money, right? What's she going to do? She's going to go pawn something? That's the same difference. So they, I, they even had a good heart. They were coming at it from a good heart as well, but I just couldn't. I just couldn't, you know? I just All right. It's tough because yeah, on one hand you're you're it's doing a good service initially, but then they're in your back pocket for like a year or two, and it, it's kind of like yeah. you know, it's ugly. It's just, it doesn't doesn't feel good, you know. I don't I don't want to make money off of someone else's misfortune. I just right. I don't. I just. Mm. Yeah. All right, it's a million ways to make money, but um, you got to choose a way that you can sleep at night. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, not good money. Yeah, you can't do that. What's the point, right? Right. So I have a random question, sure. kind of off topic. So we ask this question to a lot of people. Okay. You know, so if you could have dinner with three people, dead or alive, who would they be? All right. So I, I don't know if I can do three. I have to really think. I've been given a bunch of times, so and I'm happy to throw mine in. But obviously, yeah. Jesus. <laughs> obviously, Jesus would be number one because God knows what a second of being in his presence could do, much less, you know, a whole dinner, a whole meal. Um, my mom passed away about 20 years ago. So that would be number two for sure. Um, to have any more time with her would be, you know, amazing. I don't know. I don't know. I, I can't think of a, I don't know, maybe Jimmy Hoffa or something. So maybe, maybe he got to say, hey, man. <laughs> Where where were you at right before you? <laughs> like like solve some this right or something. Call Scarface real quick and see what's going down. All right, look at it. Something kind of corny. I have to think of that. That's an interesting question. Uh, Very interesting. Right. Cool. Yeah. Well, yeah. You never. You can never go wrong with Jesus, especially yeah. right now. Good right. conversations about what's going on with this pandemic and <laughs> what's the right thing. What should I be doing before I go home? <laughs> Well, yeah, because we, you know, I, I feel like this is, this is, I have never in my life felt like the people who were supposed to be knowing what's going on, don't know what's going on. Mm, you know, yeah. um, you know, my whole life, I, I've never had this where I feel, you know, the, of course you see the memes and all the jokes about it, you know, mask, yes, mask, no, you know, this, does it, you know, can you do this, can you do that? Um, you know, like my, my wife has uh, COVID right now, actually. Um, and so, you know, uh, yeah, yeah. And she's, and she's okay. She's just very mild symptoms. She's very healthy. And so, okay. um, Sure, okay. she's going to be fine, but you know we've had to you know quarantine you know in the house. Like I have to wear a mask on if I, when I leave this office. You know I have to wear a mask. You know, uh, and I'm sleeping in another room and yeah. you know, all that kind of stuff. And you know when we went to find information, as soon as she got you know uh, positive, she you know we started googling well, what do we do. You know what do we do, and there was just so much different information. You yeah. know, and even and even from the CDC and stuff, it just changes. You know, it's crazy, but uh, boy, that would be that would be valuable. You know, I'd sit down and say, you know, I wouldn't spend a whole lot of time on it, but that would be a good one if it was right now to say, and by the way, Jesus, does anybody know what's going on? Who Do you got a guy? <laughs> you got a guy? <laughs> it's, it's, it's funny. My whole life, my adult life anyway, I've always prided myself. Um, I'm that guy who knows a guy. Mm -hmm. you know, in a lot of ways, I'm a really huge, like, connector because I love doing that. And it's not a referral thing, by the way. I don't I don't think I get paid for those in any way, like, physically. Like, you know what I mean? It's not like a, you know, commissioner referral just I love doing it you know I love when someone you know is looking for a good blank you know to say oh I know you know like Mario that's why we've worked together in the past you know uh, on a couple of projects you know because if someone said hey does anybody know someone you know yeah yeah I know a guy mm -hmm. you know I, I, I got a guy I got a guy 
You know, imagine Jesus has got a guy list and imagine being on it. I hope I'm on it. Right, right. That'd be pretty amazing. Uh, now, um, a question is, so, you know, as a web developer or, or any business owners, a lot of times you start getting a, a pull of emails. A lot yeah. of people claim to be SEO experts, oh, yeah. um, mobile experts, web experts, whatever. Oh, yeah. um, so a person searching around, so they got the website, they got everything together, now they need SEO. Um, how do you, like, I guess, how do you find a credible SEO expert? you know, to yeah. improve your Google rankings. Like what would you, all right, you do a Google search and obviously a lot of people come up first or, or people who might be good in SEO or might got a lucky break and they come up high in the search engine, but they might not be the right candidate. So how would a, a person search? I'll tell you that there's only one, one answer to this. And I teach this in my courses because, you know, uh, people who buy my SEO course are either people who do what I do, right? And they have clients and they need to know how to service them or they're business owners and they want to do it themselves. And I have a good mix of both. So um, the only real way to know um, is, so here's one thing about SEO that's different than, and there's probably some other examples, but most professions, when you learn the profession, you know the profession. You know, if you go to medical school, you know, maybe once a year, you know, you go take some, on, you know, some online learning or whatever, right? But you, you're, you're a doctor, right? You know, if you're a lawyer, you know the law. Well, as an SEO, um, things change so frequently, you know? that you have to have someone that not only, and here's one thing, and I won't draw this out, I promise, but you know, Google makes its income from people paying for ads, okay? So it spends hundreds of millions of dollars a year in disinformation. It doesn't want you to know how to rank on Google, okay? If, if, if people knew you know, the ranking algorithm, you know, like if Google published it, right, then Google would use billions of dollars, okay? Right. So what it does is it puts out all this information and it tells you, this is how you rank, right? This is how you rank. No, no, no. Going to Google for SEO information is like asking a father how to get with his daughter, okay? And that's, I'm telling you, it's that like serious, right? And so the problem is, you know, if you're just a normal person and you don't know any better, then, you know, you might Google someone and see who's on top, um, or you might, um, you know, go to a conference, you know, a more mainstream conference. And unfortunately, you're going to get bad advice. The, the current wisdom right now, and it changes, they change their plan every about three years. Right now, it's just create good content. Just create good content. And they're great content. And then no one will ever see it. And it won't matter because it's crap. It's a lie. It's a, it's a, it's a fantasy. It's not true. The way that you, the only way to rank with Google is to know what Google, you know, uh, what Google favors and what it doesn't. And here's the thing, though. Here's one clue. Um, and I teach this to my students as well. One thing about um, fighting Google is that, like, think about if you're playing cards, Google has to show you their hand because anyone can look at page one, right? So if you ask me, Stephen, how do I get on page one? Well, first thing I'm going to ask you is for what? Because it's different. It's not the same. There's not one model. That's why most training courses fail because they try to apply one model. The what gets you on page one for um, buy Viagra online and what gets you page one for uh, Dallas Roofer has nothing to do with each other. Okay, it's about 90% different and 10% the same. Okay, but they have to, if you know what to look for on page one, Google can't hide. If you know what to look for, they can't hide. You know, if, they, if Google says, well, you have to do this, this, and this, and I look at page one and they're not doing this, 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 I'm like, you're lying, Google. You know, I know what to do. I'm going to do exactly what these 10 folks here are doing because you're showing me because they won, right? And if really the top three is all that matters as far as organic, you know, when you get to four through 10 on page one, it's not even work for most people. It's just not. You got to be in the top three to, to, you know, to get that value. So, um, 
Yeah, so I would say that the only thing that, that you can do as a normal person is find, uh, whoever, however you find this company, you have to talk to real customers. So either, so either a friend refers you because they've gotten a good result, that's method number one, that's how I get 100% of my business pretty much, okay, someone I've already killed it for, you know, they have a friend saying, oh, you know, like, oh, oh yeah, I got a guy, you know, yeah, he's the Google guy, I got a guy, I got a guy. Because again, they don't want to know how or what or when or why. They just want to know, can you help me? What's it going to cost? How long is it going to take? That's pretty much all they want to know. They don't want to know the mechanics, right? Um, so either you get a friend, you know, or if you have a company, you know, that approaches you through, or if you Google or whatever, then, you know, I'm going to talk to at least a dozen clients. Now, if they say no, then next, I, I got to see a dozen clients that are winning right now and, and no case study. No, like, and I, you know, I teach my students how to build credibility for themselves, right? I teach them how to manufacture credibility. The reason why is because I know when they do my techniques, it's going to work. I'm positive. I don't, I don't think it's going to work. I'm not kind of sure. You know, I've helped literally tens of thousands of people do this, right? Me and my students have probably ranked millions of websites, right? I'm talking about the ripple effect, right? right. So I'm positive it works. So I don't feel uncomfortable, you know, uh, teaching my students techniques to build credibility, right? to help, you know, move the prospect down the, you know, down the road. Um, but yeah, you, you got to talk to them. You got to spend that time. And, you know, it's it for businesses. It is probably the most important investment that you make, you know, in your business is probably your marketing, right? Because without that, you've got nothing. If you don't have marketing, you don't have a business basically, you know, and you don't have paying customers and obviously sales is important as well. You know, once you, you get the person in the door, but if you don't get the right eyes on the offer, you're dead. So you've got to talk to people and don't be lazy and, and take case reports because what's under case studies? What does that mean? That means nothing. So I don't even do them. It's a waste of time, right? Like it's a waste of that. I don't know if that's true. You know, if that's true, I don't know if that's true. Do I know that you, you can't see someone's traffic, right? You know, so no, so that's it. But I'm telling you that that's absolute platinum standard right there. That's the platinum standard. Anybody that can't, isn't comfortable with giving you a, a list of referrals that you can talk to and that you do talk to, and then you go confirm to, let me, where are you? You know, referral number one, Bob Slimmon. Let me look up, let me look up plumbing. Oh, look, there's Bob number one, you know, and go do and do your work. And when you do that, then you've got pretty much, I'd say almost hundred percent chance of success, right? Because you got someone that knows that, you know, they've proven it to you that they've not only done it, but they've done it multiple times. Yeah, so a very that. important question, by the way. Very, very important question because there's so many unscrupulous uh, SEO companies um, and some of them even aren't unscrupulous. They're in poor parts of the world. And, you know, that's, that's, they just got to try to survive. You know, they're just trying to survive. And, you know, they probably don't even know that they're selling stuff that's not going to work. You know, they probably don't even know, you know, they do that in this country too. There's companies in this country, uh, marketing companies that'll hire people and, you know, get them to sign up all their family and friends. You know, and then they say, oh, we didn't cancel any time. And then they find out it's a year contract. Yep. Big companies doing it. I won't, I won't drop names because I don't want to be negative, but that's a big, you know, <laughs> thing to do. So always, always, always verify. Always verify. That's good. I've been that before, so I, I know exactly. Oh, yeah. Most business owners have, especially, you know, three or four years ago, Google started getting pretty rough with what it does and, you know, and, and removing people from its search engine or, you know, knocking on a page 10. You know, lots of tactics that work for decades, or not decades, because, you know, Google hadn't ran long, but lots of techniques that worked for a long time that were, that were spammy stopped working. And so a lot of people, you know, they're like, well, I got to eat, right? So they still try to sell these spammy services to people, you know. I don't know. I don't want to judge, but 
you know, I, I wouldn't, again, I wouldn't, wouldn't feel good selling something to somebody that doesn't work. Right. Yeah. And they're going to fire you anyway. So what's the point, right? <laughs> right. I'll be refund charge back, you know, whatever. I mean, my refund rate on my courses is like 0.000001 or something. It's like something ridiculous. It's like, you know, less than a person, you know, it's one hundredth of a person out of every hundred, you know, refunds. Mm-hmm. And those are just people that just want like free stuff. And what's funny is, is they probably have hard drives full of training that they never use. Mm-hmm. You know, so now I'm just another, another, you know, another folder that's wasting space on their hard drive. You can't steal and expect a blessing. How are you going to steal and expect a blessing? Come on now. That work that way. It doesn't work. It might work that way a little bit, a couple times, but not long term. Not long term. No. Nope. So, real quick, before I jump into the next question, um, what is there anybody who has made it to in 2020 to the first page, top ranking, that didn't spend any money? Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, that's going to, that's, yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, you have to realize that um, in lots of, there's lots of things that have, you know, very low competition, you know, for example, like, you know, y'all are here local, so you know Little Elm, right? Like right next to where I'm at. Um, you know, if you're like, you know, um, I don't know, a, you know, a plumber or a chiropractor or something, you're like, there's only so many, right? So, you know, you may be number one just because you're the only one or there's, many, you know, maybe there's three, you know, maybe the others don't even have a website or something. So, Tons and tons and tons. Um, but other than that, not not a lot if there's value. So there's tons of people on page one and number one for searches that have no value or low value. Okay. But if you're talking about a search that has, you know, commercial value to it, which is one of the things, you know, when someone comes to me and they want to work with me, the first thing I do, I don't even talk to them. And people might think this is funny, but I'm not going to jump on the phone with you. We're not going to have a quick call. We're not going to go do lunch. You're going to go fill out my form. Okay. Just like if you were going to a good <laughs> doctor, right? If, um, you go, if you want, if you go to, you know, if you're about to have a heart attack and you're wealthy and blessed and you can afford the best, right? You just, you ain't just going to call up, you know, Mount or Cedar Sinai and go, who's the best heart surgeon? Get him on the phone. I got, I want to, you know, quick chat. Don't work that way. You have to fill out my form and it's ugly and it's long and purpose. It is long. It is long. <laughs> and, and so if you do, if you take the time and energy to fill that form out, I will then spend at least an hour, typically closer to two hours, figuring out if we can win together, right? But the people that don't finish my form and people will laugh and the people argue with me on that and say, oh, you're missing so much business. I'm not missing any business. I'm missing clients I don't want. Oh. I'm missing clients I don't want. And I fire clients. I used to fire them a bunch before I learned how to, how to do this, what I'm saying now. In the past, anybody that would hire me, I'm like, well, why would I turn down business? Then I realized that, oh my Lord, you know, I have, I, you know, I can have a single client that brings me in, let's say, you know, $5,000 a month. That's a pretty common budget with me. Okay. The clients that pay more are the ones that are your dream clients, right? Those are your dream clients. The, the, my relationship with my clients, and I tell them this when we have, when I have my final meeting with them before I allow them to hire me, and this is a fact, and if any of my clients are watching this, uh, you'll, you, you could you know, verify this. We sit down. Okay. And I tell you, here's my vision for our relationship. My vision is that every month I'm going to send you an invoice and a report and you're going to send me a check. That is my vision for our relationship. Now for the first three months, we, we have an in-person uh, meeting that's usually two to three hours. Okay. Because for the first three months, I teach you how to read that report. And I teach you how to go into your own Google Analytics account, if you choose to, and your own Google Maps account, and how to read those numbers and understand what's going on. 
because an educated customer will understand the value of what I'm providing. And here's the, here's the trick. Once the phone starts ringing, they don't want to talk to you. They want you to be just like I want, you know, I tell them, I want to be like your electric bill. Do you talk with CoServe? Do you have conversations? Only when something's broke. The only time you want to talk to the electric company is when something's not working. So if something happens and let's say, you know, the phone stops ringing, then we're going to get on a phone call. We're going to go have an in-person meeting. Right. And that happens sometimes. Right. I've had people where their web designer, you know, uh, developer, excuse me, you know, change something thinking it wasn't going to make an impact and boom, like they're literally like gone. Right. Someone that's on page one is literally not on Google anymore. Like the next day. Right. These problems are always fixable, but that's the only time. But because I only take clients like that, then I am able to work a couple of hours a day and make seven figures, you know, in that one business. I can only, and, and I'm, I'm actually lying to you right now. Let me, let me tell you the truth. I probably spent a couple hours a week. I'm sorry, on that business. I spent a couple of hours a week on my marketing agency. Now that's because I, I you know, have virtual assistants that do the work, right? Um, you know, I, I primarily use Bangladesh. It's the poorest country in the world. Uh, and I pay them $3 an hour, which before you hate on me, that's about $90,000 a year in the U.S. My average employee in Bangladesh supports 10 people, wow. 10 people. They're lining up to take my jobs when they're there. So oh. when it happens, it's a blessing. And what I do is I have a training available. They can go do the training, you know, and then take some tests. And if they pass, then when I'm ready, I'll hire them. And, but there's people just waiting up, you know, in line waiting for those jobs, right? So that's one of the reasons why I've considered expanding the marketing business more because it blesses a lot of people in a ripple effect. And maybe I'll take on a partner or something. But right now I'm focusing really heavily on my technology, you know, my training company uh, and on my software. You know, there's, you know, if I try to split myself over 10 businesses, that's probably the, one of the biggest mistakes that I see, you know, like entrepreneurs make once they get to a certain, you know, success point. You know, like nobody got, nobody became a billionaire because they had like five different revenue streams, right? Everybody that became a billionaire was doing one thing, right? And when you're starting off, you know, you know, you want to have a bunch of things going on. And I'm saying for security, you know, in the beginning, you know, you want to have a bunch, but I can't, you know, if I'm competing, if I have five jobs and, you know, one of my competitors in one of those five jobs only has one job, you know, that's pretty arrogant of me to think that I'm going to be able to beat him, Right. If, if all day long, all he's doing 40 hours a week is focusing on that one business and I spend an hour a week on it and I'm going to beat him, you know, not, not very likely, you know, not very likely or not for very long, you know, unless I just, you know, got lucky or something. Right. Um, but. So what does your average day look like? Like walk us through, um, you know, your morning to pretty much to wrap your day. Well, I think like a lot of people, um, you know, especially people who, uh, especially entrepreneurs and love entrepreneurs and I, I love being one and I love hanging around with them. They're some of my favorite people. Um, they just, they have a different mindset. And, you know, one of the great things about being an entrepreneur or a business owner is that one of the things that can give you the best ROI is, is investing in yourself, you know? And so it's yeah. like, you know, one of the, one of my, part of my job description is it making me better, whether it's my health or my wealth, or my relationships, you know what I mean? Because when you get better in one area, it makes everything better, you know? Uh, it, it, it leads over. So like most, probably most successful entrepreneurs, I have a morning ritual. Mine includes, uh, you know, praise and worship. I, I, fig I figured out a hack, though. You're going to laugh because I call it a hack, but I really, and, and it's probably, I was dumb. Probably everybody was doing it but me, and I was dumb, and I, when I figured it out, I thought I figured out something. But, but here's my hack. Okay, I praise and worship while I'm exercising. That's my hat. And I know, again, y'all probably been doing that forever. Probably everybody watch this podcast like, yeah, you're done. 
Um, but, but forever I was separating those two things. And so now I do my praise and worship, you know, while I'm, I'm exercising. Um, and so, you know, uh, I, do, I do meditation. Uh, so I, I get up and it takes me about, you know, I get up at five normally. That's my normal. I get up at five and it takes me about two hours to get my normal like morning routine done. So I'm usually done around seven. Um, and then uh, I will then work until on an average day, you know, a couple of hours uh, and then take a couple hours break, you know, maybe lunch or something couple more hours break and then you know one of the things that so I'm not like hammering out like I'm not one of these like you know I'm grinding it and I'm hustling you know all day hustling you know uh, I did that when I when I was starting right I had to and sometimes you do have to but now the most important thing to me is quality of life quality of life is more important to me than money or any of these other things right so the way that I have a high quality of life is I get to spend the majority of my time doing things I enjoy doing you know, as opposed to the things I don't enjoy doing. So um, I'll tell you, I'll tell you one other little tip. This is, I think is really important. And I think this was even on the social dilemma, but I've been doing this forever. Um, I only, my social media, I only do it at specific times. Okay. Normally uh, there's exceptions to that. Like if I'm marketing a product or something like that, but most of the time I only look at Facebook or whatever, like once a day, log in once a day, do my little Facebook business. Right. And the other thing, and this is a big one. And I think everyone alive should do this. You do not check email first thing in the morning. You check email maybe. I used to get mine around 11, okay, around 11 because your agenda changes. If I, get, if I start work at, at 8 and I begin by checking my email, then I start, my day starts to get, I start to do the things that are on my, I start reacting to things in my email. And then what happens is not the most important thing to happen, you know, and I stole that from, uh, uh, I forgot what his name is, uh, The One Thing. You know, uh, yeah, amazing, but one of my favorites. And that, that changed my life. That one thing was a major point for me. It changed my life. But when I start my day, my business day, I already know from before, from yesterday, what's the one thing I got to do today? You know, what's the most important thing I got to do today? And I'm not doing nothing until it's done. And if it takes me all day, it takes me all day. If it takes me two days, it takes me two days. You know, but if I come in and I start looking at email, then I'm, oh, I got to do this, I got to do that. Or if I get on Facebook, good Lord. YouTube that rabbit hole. Yeah. I, could, I could waste my, I could waste weeks. I've had periods of time where, you know, my, my, uh, passive income, you know, was so high that I could, I could probably take a year. I'm not exaggerating. I could take a year off without working. Right. And, and be just fine. Right. And I've had, I would have weeks where I, yeah, I'd be on a rabbit hole. I'd get up in the morning and I'd, you know, I'd watch YouTube videos all day long or play video games all day long, you know, uh, getting the dopamine hits. Right. You know, um, I think that's in the social dilemma too. Um, when you watch, you remember if it's from that or from another one, but you know, video games and online social media, you know, they figured out how to, you know, give you, you know, dopamine, you know, feel good, you know, chemicals, right? And they keep you on it. That's why you keep clicking. I got to get more likes or I got to get more points or get more experience, right? Um, they build that into it. So you waste your whole day, you know, on whatever. So I would, I would tell you, you know, if you didn't listen to anything else I've said, if you're not doing that, put your social media on a calendar, only do it when you need to do it. And do not check your email until like, you know, at least a couple hours. God, at least an hour. At least give yourself an hour, right. you know, before you do that. And I tell you, I teach this to my students because I don't just teach them how to do a thing because it's useless. If I just teach them how to do a thing, I have to, I have to work on mindset a little bit. Um, I have a master's degree in counseling and psychology and also a licensed professional counselor. Like I know a lot about psychology and things and I don't do it professionally, although I have, you know, I have my degree. I work with clients, right? I work with veterans because I'm a veteran. Um, I don't do it now, but you know, I did it for a lot of years. 
Um, and, uh, you know, if, you, if the mindset's not right, then all the technical training won't matter. You know, it won't matter because you won't, you won't do the right things. You know, it's really easy to get busy doing nothing, right? Being busy, right? Like, especially when you're self-employed or an entrepreneur, it's easy to spend eight hours and accomplish nothing. Exactly. You know, so that's why, you know, when I started work today, I knew last night when I went to bed, I'm lying, I'm sorry, when I finished my work day yesterday, I had tomorrow scheduled. You know, I had tomorrow and I don't have, I'm not one of those people, it's like at nine to nine oh five, you know, this, I just, I just know what's my most important thing, you know, to do tomorrow. Um, and if you can just do that, it makes such a, such an impact, you know, because how much time do you spend on all these other little things? You know, and that one thing that you didn't do might have been the one thing that you needed to do to go to the next level or to change your life. And so much is about timing. You know, if you have an opportunity in front of you, you know, and we've all done it. I'm positive. I'm pretty sure anyway, maybe not positive, but we've all done it. You've had an opportunity sitting in front of you that looked like, like it looked so big. You didn't almost believe it was real. And you, and you, and you hesitated and you didn't take it. You didn't take the action and it went away, you know, and you'll never know. Right. And some of my biggest wins have been from not doing that. Some of my biggest wins have been from saying, Ooh, this is a thing. I got to, you know, I got to stop. People talk about balance and stuff between like home life and work. It's impossible. There's no such thing as a balance. You know, the best you can do is the best you can do. You have to make sure that you keep all your buckets filled. Right. But there's times when you got to go, if your if your relationship's in trouble, if, my, if I was having problems with my wife, I wouldn't be doing business. It wouldn't be no business. There wouldn't be no at the gym. I'd be figuring out how to fix things with my wife. Mm -hmm. Because, you know, where if I had trouble, you know, with, with my spiritual, you know, relationship, you know, if I'm thinking I, I'm having thoughts I shouldn't be having, or I'm having, you know, one, trying to think about doing things that I shouldn't be doing, you know, then it'd be like, whoa, 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 we're not even going to go into work today. We need to go to find a, a Bible study, you know, to go to today, or I need to call a brother, you know, and say, hey, you know, you know, I, I gotta, I gotta talk. <laughs> no, listen, <laughs> let's go talk, right? Let's go, let's go figure something out together, you know? Yeah, I love, I love it. Great knowledge. Um, so I have a two part question real quick. And so this question is one of these things where you get into business and, and it's kind of you, you gave a great transition to what I'm about to ask. And so I'm a, I'm a new entrepreneur or maybe a, a business owner and I need to learn how to prioritize my time and my days and maybe even different tasks. So what are some of the tools that you use to help prioritize your day or organize your schedule? And then the other question is, it's probably the same question is what other outside of the tools, what other aspiring advice would you give to other entrepreneurs? So like, okay, here's how you organize your day. Here's how you organize your, your tasks. And here's some of the materials that I read or, or mentors that I look to, to help inspire me to accomplish those goals that I, I put aside. So that's what my two part question. Okay. Well, uh, part one is, is pretty easy. So um, because there's lots of free tools that are available that I can utilize, I do, because uh, so many people that I work with, not only does it work for me, but so many people that I work with, you know, I work with people in countries all over the world and sometimes, and some of those, I have, you know, I have customers and, you know, I have students in, you know, the poorest parts of the world, like literally, right? So, you know, um, I don't even look at really like expensive you know, like solutions for things, right? I always, and I'm, I'm really good at this, by the way. I'm really, because of my technology background, I, you know, I can, at companies, big companies in the past, I was the guy that they said, we need to figure out how to do this. What, what software does that? And I was that guy. So mostly what I use now is Google products, right? Is the, the free Google products, right? So, you know, uh, Google Calendar, 
you know, um, any of the, any of those, right? And for me, I'm a low tech guy like that. So um, I just, I just had like, you know, checklists. You know, I use um, the primary tool uh, that I use um, for, um, sorry, not for my personal stuff, but for my business stuff. And I'm completely drawing. And with some software that you develop, you know, go ahead and do a shameless plug. No, 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 no. I was going to say, I, I'm, I'm drawing a blank on it now. The software, there's a, a project, basically a project management software that I use that for the life of me, I can't think of what it's called. Is it Trello? Yes. Thank you. Okay. Oh, man, good call. Okay. I love Trello. I need more coffee. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Yes. I would have kicked myself later if you had not come over that. Thank you, Jennifer. Oh, um, no problem. Yeah, Trello. I love Trello. I started, I was one of the early adopters of it. And so um, I use it. And again, it's free. And I, um, I I love it because it's easy to bring in boards and stuff, right? It's like easy to, you know, to, to collaborate. So um, yeah, I love, Trello is the only thing really that's outside of like a Google product that I use, like, you know, like that kind of stuff. Right. Um, now, the second thing you were saying about was, was it like the number, like, I guess my number one advice for yeah, like, like aspiring entrepreneurs, because, you know, yeah. a lot of times, we, and this is the reason why we've even developed entrepreneur and okay. a lot of business owners and, and people get into business, you know, they, they get excited. Yeah. And then the time where you just kind of lose that excitement because yeah. you feel like you're on an isolated island yeah. or you feel like you got no support. And so oh, yeah. we came up with entrepreneur to kind of create that support. And that's the oh, reason cool. why we interview a lot of people like yourself. Oh. Because people watch this. It's like, man, how come I didn't think of that? Oh, man, I'm not alone because, you know, I've taken risks that could have caused my family to be homeless. But, sure. you know, I've taken that risk based on, you know, listen to people like, like yourself who said, okay, this is what you need to do to get from point A to point B. Yeah. So, yeah, I love that. So that's a, that's a very good, you know, that's a very good mission that y'all have. I love that. Um, I love that. You know, I would, I would say that the most important thing, and you know, this is definitely not, not me. This is the biblical and um, I'm pretty sure I'm stealing it directly from Jim Rome. Um, but this has made the biggest impact on me is you need the right, you need mentors and you need self-development and that's very important. But more than that is you have to be around the right people. So, I mean, I'm talking about as much as possible physically. Now, if it has to be virtually like at a time right now, that's okay. But you you need to be, and this is going to sound familiar to you, Mario, because uh, uh, our uh, pastor, uh, uh, Mario and I go to the same church, uh, uh, would say something similar. I always have, you know, peers, right? I always have peers, people who are on a kind of a similar level to me. I always have relationships with people that are on higher levels than me, you know, in all the different areas, right? Relationship, money, you know, health, all those things. And then I'm always mentoring people, right? You know, and people, until you mentor people, you don't understand. And it sounds like I'm, I'm being like, you know, trying to be cool or self-righteous or something. It's true, though, when you start mentoring people, you get the value out of it more than they do most of the time. It really is true. You know, I know it's a cool thing to say, I guess, but it, it is a reality. I get some of the most rewarding time that I spend is with the people that I'm helping, you know, you know to bring up, right? Mm -hmm. um, so... And I'll, I'll tell you a, a really quick story um, that, that, that for me illustrates this. Um, uh, when I first got to, when I got to a point where I had, you know, money like probably what most people want, all right? And I'm not, you know, Warren Buffett rich or anything like that, you know, at all. Um, but when I first got to that kind of money that probably most people would really be happy with, you know, right, right about seven figures a year, right? And I'm talking about in take home, not in, you know, I'm talking about in net, not gross. Um, uh, I was, I, I love cars, love cars. So I'm, I'm sitting there and I'm at a Maserati dealership and I'm looking at this beautiful car that's close to $200,000. Mm -hmm. 
and I, I can afford it with cash, right? I'm not going to curse myself with a payment and all that. You know, I, I'm like, I only, uh, toys are cash, right? You only buy toys with cash, Mario, right? Like, you don't find out toys, right? right. Um, but I had so much fear and doubt about that, right? It's such a, you know, it's more than some people's houses cost, right? Literally. And, you know, uh, and, you know, if, if you know, if my, what if my business change and all this stuff? And so I called one of my uh, business partners at the time. Uh, I was in a, a company um, that we had five partners and I called him up and he was probably a level up from me at this point, uh, you know, financially. And I called him and I said, hey, I'm, I'm looking at this car. Well, he goes, he goes, how long have you been talking about this car? You know, I'm like, I'm talking about, you know, for a little bit. He goes, do you like the car? He said, yeah. He said, he's the buy the people car. And he hung up on it. Oh, man. <laughs> and that was it. And I did. I just did what he said. Uh, I just bought the beeping car. But the funny thing is, you know, when you are surrounded, when your peer group is people that are a little bit higher than you, especially, you start to think differently. And it, people, it's, again, it sounds, you know, um, you know, it's very popular to say something like this, you know, but you don't understand it until it really happens for you. You know, I was at a mastermind once on the Thursday. I got an idea for a six-figure business that was going to take me like nothing to do. So I was at, I was talking with one of my friends that's actually a friend of my wife's uh, friends anyway. And um, this guy's a really nice guy and he's, you know, has a good job and makes a good living and all that kind of stuff. I told him my idea. I was excited. And he just started poo-pooing on it, you know, just like, how you can do that? You know, you just, all these different things. And I was like, you know, I started to get mad and go, of course you don't know this because you are a slave that has a job and you know, but you know, I started to get defensive. Well, luckily, luckily God stepped in. I, I, I probably didn't even make a face. Right. Um, but as soon as he left, I called again, one of my, it was a different partner, but I called a different partner of mine and I said, Hey, I go, let me holler at you real quick. I'm thinking about doing blank, 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 blank. What do you think? And he's like, Oh man. He goes, man, I'd love to get in on that. I'd love to, uh, you need, how, you know, could I get involved in that? You know, somehow like, you know, could we part like, because his mindset, <laughs> he knew that I was going to do it. Right. He knew I can build a six figure business because I just had an idea one day because he's done that. Right. And he knows dozens of people that have done that. Right. Yeah. So immediately one person, you know, because of, and again, he's not good or bad or right or wrong. You know, it's just where you're at. The only way to change, you think you can change where you're at by, by consuming uh, content and you can a little bit, you really can't, you, you can, you can change and you can execute, you can make small changes, but to make a quantum leap quickly, you need to surround yourself with people like that. And if you have to pay it, pay for it. You know, if you have to pay for it, do it. Uh, I'll tell you, one of the scariest things I've ever done as a, as a uh, well, as a human being, um, my first real big break, I guess, if you want to call it, I paid 25K to go to a one-day mastermind, wow. 25K. And at that time, let me tell you, I was probably making, I was making six figures, but it was just, it was barely, you know, it was a couple of six, you know, maybe 150,000 a year, maybe, you know, working a lot. And I took a huge gamble, you know, uh, one of those things like, you know, my wife, you know, loves me and trusts me and, you know, uh, <laughs> she's a good Christian wife and, you know, honey, if that's what you, you know, think, then, you know, do it. And, um, but I can tell you, you know, I made connections. So my plan was to get into business with the person that put on the mastermind. It wasn't because I wanted to attend because, you know, I wanted to get the value of it. I wanted to get in person. I wanted to get in front of this person because I thought I could actually become his partner. Well, funny thing happened. I did become his partner, actually. Uh, it wasn't that day. It was a few weeks later. Okay, I did. Here's the funny thing. That night at that mastermind, one of the speakers was that guy's like upline. It wasn't a multi-level marketing. 
but like that's a term most people know, right? I met a guy who was a level up from the guy I, I went there to meet. And I said, I, I, don't even, I, don't, I don't even care so much about this. I want that. I want that. And nine months later, I had that. Nine months later. And, and I'll tell you how I did it. I joined their community. Okay. It was an online community. And I gave away value for free. And I came on webinars for nine months every week. For nine months every week, I came on and did a, a webinar for free. Stuff I could charge for. For nine months, and then they finally, the owner said, "Would you let's have a let's have a phone call?" Uh -huh. And like two weeks later, I'm a I'm a partner in the company, and that's the one that I mentioned earlier, had that that, that I've, I've mostly made the close to fifty million dollars in sales with right. that particular company. Um, and so you know, but I can connect the dots. Right. Yeah, you know what I mean. But I took I took a leap of faith, and I said, you know, I know the Lord has a bigger plan for me than what I'm doing, and He wants me to give more. He wants me to help more people. He wants me to have a bigger impact. And, and so here's this thing right in front of me. This guy lived here in Dallas. The guy I'm talking about, the level one guy, he lives right here in Dallas, right? But no, you, no way you're going to meet him in person without paying for it. There's no way. No way. Not even going to happen, right? And so I said, God, 25000 Like, yeah, I, I didn't tell you how long I sat there and I obsessed about it. Wow. But if I didn't do that then, I, I don't know where I'd be now. And wow. you were consistent too. Well, and that's the thing. I mean, and I'll tell you, that whole nine months – you know, and again, my wife, she's awesome and she loves me and she trusts me. But this training that I was doing, I could have sold. You know, I had already had, I had already sold two courses in this exact niche before. So I stopped promoting my own competing course. Uh -huh. Right? It'd be like if I had a car dealership and I wanted to go work and try to be owner in this other car dealership and I just stopped selling my cars over here. In fact, there was confusion for months. People were like, well, why are you here? You know, here. Matter of fact, at one point I was teaching in four SEO communities at one time because when I started, you know, they were like, "We'll pay you five grand a month to teach here." You know, four or five hours of work. I'm not gonna say no to that. Like four or five hours of work. Um, but you know, so I don't know if nine months sounds fast or or not. You know, to some people it might sound like a lot, but you know, the whole time I'm thinking, you know, what if this doesn't happen? Yeah, I had just taken nine months away from what I could have been doing building these businesses, mm -hmm. you know, and so it could, so the story could have been that it never happened. Yeah, and I, and I lost my audience that I spent a year. And by the way, the way I built that audience was doing the exact same thing with yeah. a different person. I joined their community, I added value for free. They noticed me and said, "Man, this guy's you know killing it." Started paying me to coach, and then brought me in as a partner, as an owner. And I'm gonna do it again. I'm in the process. I'm telling you, you bring me, you bring me back on in six months or something. I'll, I'll tell you the one I'm working on now. It's, it's coming. Checks in the mail. Nice. <laughs> nice. It's, a, it's a reality, you know. But I want to, I want to work with people. The people have the biggest audiences, so I can make the biggest impact. Mm. You know, and it's not just financially. I'll tell you what. I, you know, there's lots of good jobs in the world, and you know, I don't want to disrespect people like, you know, doctors who literally are saving people's lives, right? And and people who do ministry and. You know, people who, you know, who serve, you know, uh, paramedics, you know, you know, policemen and stuff. But, you know, when I first started, you know, doing this, the course thing, you know, I'm making seven figures and we would do these live events. Um, I mentioned Jordan Belfort when we were offline. We would do these live events where the members of this community would come meet us, right? Thousands of people. I would have, I'm not kidding. I would have dozens of people come up to me and, and you know, like crying, like thanking me for changing their life, right? Because when you change someone's finances, you, you can, if they make good choices, you can change their whole life, you know, or you can help them, you know, I'm, I'm not doing it, God's doing it, and they're doing what I'm saying, and so I had a moment, I remember at a conference, 
and I had a kind of an assistant at the time. Uh, and I remember, and I'm thinking, this isn't real. This is not real. These people who are, these people are making me rich. And when we get in person, they're like in tears thanking me for it. Wow. You know, like, I, I, like, I, well, <laughs> like this, you know, pinch, you know, you know, pinch, you know, like, God, thank you, Jesus, you know, uh, you know, for, for, you know, putting me in this position, you know, I mean, I, I would have been happy just to make the money. I'd have been happy just to have, you know, the impact, mm -hmm. right. But to have both, I mean, there was one couple that would, the course at the time I was selling was $8,000. Okay. And that's it, quite a commitment, you know, for, for some people, right. $8,000 for a training course. And they talked to me before they bought and they sent me a message on Facebook. We were doing a selling webinar and never answered those during a selling webinar. I'm literally live selling something, right? But something about it, I did. I don't know why. I know now, of course. But I read it and they said, you know, this is our, this is our last hope, basically. And, you know, like we've had businesses and they're failing and we're not doing well. And the financial strain is so hard that it's, you know, it's hurting our marriage, right? And do you think we should join? You know, and so I talked with them for about 45 minutes. And they decided it was the right decision for them, and they joined. And about four months later, I got like a 20-page email. I'm only slightly exaggerating. But they went, they implemented the material, and they, you know, they completely changed their finances, which, of course, put their relationship back on track. So basically, they were thanking me. So by me selling them an $8,000 course, I saved their, helped save their marriage, right? Which I would, have been happy to, I would have been happy to do that and not have the $8,000. Right. You know, if you if you said, hey – you know, um, what if you gift this to them? You know, if God came to me and said, hey, if you gift this to them, then this, this is going to happen for them, right? But if they pay for it, it's not going to work. I would have given it to them, right? right. I would have I figured out how to tell my partners, hey, I'm going to, you know, pay for this or something. I don't know. We, we don't ever give it away. But, you know, I would have figured out something, right? Because mm -hmm. the impact, you know, for someone, you know, I'm not a marriage counselor. I mean, I could be, I guess, because I have, you know, credentials, but you know what I mean? But it just, I don't know. That, that's the biggest thing I think about being an entrepreneur you know, is, is the ability to make a huge impact. And you asked me a minute ago, I think I got caught in my own weeds. Um, you know, um, what, you know, what, what you do when things are bad or things like that. I always go back to this. I always go back to remember why you started. I always go back to remember why you started. And I, I start that with all of my students. It's one of those, it's a day one thing before we ever learn anything technical about SEO or any of that stuff. Why are you here? Why are you starting this journey? Because I want to change my life. Because I want to change my family. You know, I want to, I want better for my family than, you know, what I had growing up. Or, you know, I want to give more at church. You know, I have so many friends at church that, you know, they frame their, they, they frame their financial goals, not as I want to make how much, but how much I want to give. Mm -hmm. That's how they frame it. And I know it's a small thing, but I think it's, I think it's massive. You know, I sit down and I play my financial goals and I say, you know what? I want to give, I want to give 25% this year. Right, I want to give twenty five percent this year, or I want to give, let's say, I want to give you know a hundred thousand dollars this year, right, just to church. I mean, above and beyond tithing, right? I want to, I want to do that. Then your mission, your then the goal of your business becomes about not about you, it becomes about something bigger. And then you know, I, 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 it works. It works. Let me just tell you, it works. You, you start you start seeing things differently, you know. You, you start yeah. seeing, start seeing things differently, and, and you get trapped in. Things happen. Things happen. People come in. You know, you talk about I talked about the relationships over and over, but you know, when when you're on that right mission, the right people start showing up, mm -hmm. and, and there's no logical, rational reason for it. There's just not. You know, you end up. You know, all these coincidences start happening. You know, 
you know, where you, I run into Mario at the, at the gym, right? You know, all these things, it's just like, you know, so, you know, write down, of course, everyone has their, the mission statement, all that stuff. If you have a business and you haven't done those basic things, if you haven't, if you're, if the focus, if the goal of your business is to make money and that's it, then you probably don't have a great quality of life. Yeah. Probably. You might. I don't know, but you probably don't. You, yeah. you know, you, the purpose of your business has to be about more than making money, right? right. It, it, making money is fine. There's nothing wrong with making money, but it has to be about something more. And in mine, all the businesses that I own, you know, I, I basically, the focus is to help my students, help my customers enrich their life and be able to bring in more money. Specifically, mm-hmm. that's the specific vehicle. And I don't even care how. That's why I have a couple different vehicles. But I know if I can help them bring in more money and they make good choices that their life will get more. Their life will be better and they will be blessed. Now, of course, money can be a curse. Uh, you know, if you have a lot of money and you have, you know, a poor mindset, you know, or, you know, things like that, right? Um, because then you have a lot of money to do bad things. And, you know, and I've seen that happen as well. The classic thing with the lottery, you know, person, right? You know, yeah. the lottery. How, how often do we know that someone that wins a lottery and millions of dollars and they're broke two years later, right? Yeah. Because they had a broke mentality. You know, they didn't grow into that money. You know, if they had gone from making what they were making and slowly over years and years and years and years and they got to that money, then that's someone who could, who could manage that because they would have grown. But to just hand a check to someone, you know, that's going to be a curse 99% of the time, I think. You know, 99% yeah. of the time, you know, if you just hand it over, you know, and I think, I think God made it that way, you know, I think God structured it right. You know, you, there's seed and harvest, right? You yeah, know, it, it works. It always works. It always will work. You got to put in the work, put in the time, do the work, you know, and then you'll get the result. You know, if you, if you just keep going, but don't ever forget why, you know, I, I have stuff in my office, even my mobile office here. You can't see it because it's not a camera, but I have stuff that reminds me why why is. And I think about it every day. It's part of my morning ritual. It's part of my nighttime ritual. You know, every, every night I, when I say my prayers, I'm thankful for all the things, you know, and every morning when I wake up, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm speaking out. You know all the things that I'm thankful for. Reach it. Reach it. Gratefulness. You know. Yeah. yeah. Especially at a time like this, right? Because right now, you know, this would be a good time to, you know, have a pity party. You know, if you want it. Um, I would tell you though, you know, and again, because this is the entrepreneur show, to love that name. It's so awesome. Like, I'm, the only thing I hate about that name is I didn't think of it because it's really, really cool. <laughs> love that name. Love that name. Um, this, this is the best time in history to start an online business. Oh, yeah. So, you know, if you're watching this podcast and you don't have, you know, uh, and it doesn't matter if it's a side hustle, right? And you just, you want to make some extra money to pay some bills, right? You know, or if you want to change the world, right? You want to, you want to be Steve Jobs, you know, you want to be, you know, Elon Musk, right? Or anything in between. But there's never been a time better than today to start an online business. If you, everyone that I've ever met has a course in them. You know, that's why I said I teach a course on how to make courses and coaches laugh about that, right? You know, and they'll start going, well, I'm going to make a course about how to make courses about courses for course creator, you know, you know, and it's a funny thing, but I'm like, yeah, but you know, this can change people's lives, right? I know it can, because I've done it. Um, yeah. So, you know, do a course or, 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 or put a store, a store set up, you know, I can, I can teach you how to set up an online store in an hour. I mean, literally right now, if you had a logo and some products, you know, I could have you live selling on the internet in less than an hour uh, through multiple different ways. You know, it's never been easier. So, you know, um, you know, don't not do it. You know, if, if you're on the entrepreneur podcast and you own a business and you, or you don't start one today, it's right. 8.30 PM central standard time. Start one at 
Right. Start mapping out how to do it. And then the weird part about it is the problem with it is, is there's too many opportunities. Hmm. It's not a, it's not a lack of opportunities. Once you start realizing, you know, about, you know, online businesses, the problem is picking one you want to do because there's hundreds of different ways to do it. You know, hundreds of different ways, you know, pick something you're passionate about, something you have some aptitude in, something you have some knowledge experience in, you know, and, and go for it. I have never met a person in person and I'm not ever going to that did not have a course inside of them. There's something that you know how to do. If you're watching this podcast, there's something that you know how to do. Yes. You that you could turn into a course and bless people with your knowledge and make some money from it. Period. 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 And you don't have to have a degree. You don't have to have your know, 20 years experience. You don't have to have a thousand testimonials or reviews and all that kind of stuff. You just have to know how to do something that someone else needs to know how to do that's willing to pay for it. Right. And there's a million, you know, I have a paid course, right, where I teach you how to do it. But if you don't have money for that, don't buy my course. There's a million ones online for free. Just go do one. Just go do one. Mm-hmm. You know, go, go, go pick one from someone that, that knows, you know, looks like they know what they're doing and start executing. And you'll make mistakes and mistakes and mistakes and mistakes and mistakes. And then you'll figure them out because that is, I think, the true definition of an entrepreneur. Yeah. An entrepreneur is someone who fails and fails and fails and fails and just keeps you know, keeps failing. I fall, I get up, fall, I get up, fall, I get up. Yeah, that's you know? right. that's like that's that you hit it right on the nail, Stephen. You, you touched every aspect of it. man. We could talk all night. Oh, I <laughs> to, no, I need you to drop your, your website, your social media handles. How can people connect with you? Because uh, the information you're giving tonight, we're gonna go back and watch and watch, and we'll find more nuggets in it every single time. I appreciate that. Probably the, probably the easiest thing is just, just Facebook. It's, it, it, it's my name. It's on the screen. You see it, but there's a B, my middle initial is B, you know, Facebook, Stephen B. Floyd, you know, just, you know, I'm easy. If you type in Stephen Floyd, by the way, because of what I do for a living, you type in Stephen Floyd, you're going to see me. You'll see Stephen Floyd and then the auto, auto, you know, complete. We'll say SEO. Promise you, go do it now. Go try it. Type in my name correctly. And then next time, SEO, that's me. <laughs> Uh, and you'll find my website and all my socials and all that kind of good stuff. Um, but I do, you know, I do have, you know, of course a list and I do, you know, send out information and training and different things. Uh, and a lot of what I do is free. So you know, I, I do a ton of free stuff. I have like five hours of free training on how to create a course. And I've got probably more than that on, you know, how to do like SEO and SEO tips and stuff. So, and, um, don't, don't feel, you know, nervous or whatever, you know, send me a message. I get lots of them. Okay. So I'm not promised to reply. Don't get mad at me. Mm-hmm. Okay, I don't spend all day on, on whatever, but you know, if you feel moved and feel like I can help you somehow, friend me on Facebook. I have, I'm at the 5,000 limit, but I try to go through once a week and, and clear out some, right? So I can get some new ones. Then I have a public figure page that, you know, has infinite on it, right? A personal account, you put in 5,000. So it's been mapped out forever, maxed out forever. But um, send me a message, and if I can, I will. Okay, I, people, people call me on, people send me a message on Facebook. Sometimes I'll get on a phone call with them. Okay, if I have the time, I'll do it. And you know, like I said, people done it for me. Yeah. People done it for me. People that charge thousands of dollars an hour for consulting have gotten on and helped me for free. So you know, I'm gonna be a hypocrite if I don't do the same thing for you. So I'm so uh, glad we ran into each other, man. I'm, I'm very. Yeah. Uh, I mean, me that's, too. That's, I, actually, that was probably the last time I hit the gym <laughs> since I've been. Well, yeah, I'm, I'm I'm at the same point now with myself. I think I'm I think I'm about to just you know start doing you know working out at home again. Right. And, uh, you know, I, I something about working out outside. You know, and I don't, I don't know if it's maybe, you know, primal or whatever, but, you know, I just, I just feel better when I'm outside, you know, oh, yeah. 
So yeah, I'm very glad I ran into you too, though. I, I love doing these. I don't, I don't do enough. I haven't done a podcast in like three months or something. So oh, wow. these are lots of fun. I love doing it. And like, you know, it's funny you said that about the time, you know, the number one podcast, of course, as everybody knows is. Uh, uh, what? The pandemic? Joe Rogan. Joe Rogan. Joe Rogan. Wow. Oh yeah, everybody. Okay. Right. Now, and, and so people say, oh, Americans don't have an attention span. Oh, your ad's got to be busy. Joe Rogan's podcast is three hours long. Ooh. Almost every time. Wow. So people's attention span is not 10 seconds. It's 10 seconds for boring stuff. Uh -huh. Yeah. Right? If you're yeah. talking about stuff that people care about and or they're interested in, you can do as long as you want. So, you know, um, I, I think that, um, you know, I think people should, should play around with that. You know, uh, play around with the you know different times. So I'm about to launch a podcast too, actually. Uh, here pretty okay. soon, so I'm excited yeah. to to join you. I'll probably call you and hit you up for some yeah. tips, and tricks. Because I, I loved your. By the way, I just loved your process for uh, you know all the things that led up to me being a guest. Everything from when I said I'd love to to here. Loved your. I'm stealing it by the way. Just, oh, just so you know, I'll give you credit, but I'm stealing the whole process because it's good. Oh, that's fine. You can. I felt great. I felt great as a you know like a guest. Um, I felt great as a guest and felt like y'all, you know, really, you know, valued having me. Oh yeah. Uh, and that's how I want people that I want to, you know, come on mine, you know, to be, I want them to, to feel like I, you know, treated them like, you know, a super important person as they are, obviously. Right. If I'm gonna have and, and that, that's one of the biggest cadence with, with my partner here, Jennifer, is that it's kind of like a two way streak. Yeah. You know, we, we, we get value, but we want to also make sure that you get value and everyone yeah. who participates on the podcast listens to it, watches it, yeah. that they get value as well. Okay. Um, and so that that's one of the cadence of why we're consistent with what we do is yeah. the value that's behind it. And yeah. this is stuff that you can't always read in books, you know, because a lot of people are very audible. And yeah. so that's why when we do our podcast, not just visual, but we also do it on, you know, we restream yeah. on Apple and Google and all these other places. Um, but it's the value that, you know, people get out yeah. of it. Well, I mean, I'm the, and I'm the same way. The reason why I'm starting a podcast is because uh, I've realized that I have realized how much consumption is occurring, you know, on, on that channel. I had no idea until I started doing the research, you know, yeah. but, and I, I'm, again, I'm, I'm probably an idiot. You know, the reason what the first thing it led me to is I'm on podcasts, you know, all like whenever I'm in my car, I'm in a podcast. You know, um, when I'm at the gym, you know, I start off with uh, uh, like worship music and stuff. But after that, I'm on a podcast, you know, and I'm like, well, if I'm on a podcast all the time, you know, probably, you know, lots of other people are too. Right. So, you know, um, I'm going to start. And the, the great thing, too, of course, is that, you know, a podcast is something you can multipurpose into so much other content, especially a video. one, right. You can take this podcast and turn it into a thousand, you know, a thousand different things. Right. And they're all good. So you can get the message out there, you know, in a, in a huge way, you know. And I mean, somebody, somebody that's watching this, we changed their life. Somebody, I don't know who, you know, did you, did you watch it? Uh, you know, somebody, it may be, well, I know I'm blessed. I know I got blessed by it for sure. Uh, but I'm saying someone that's watching this or, or listening to it, so, you know, may, not just one person, I'm not putting a lid on it, but I know at least one person, right? They're listening something, some, might even been something that they heard 800 times before. Mm -hmm. You know, it's so much about, so much about information is like that, you know, that it's, you know, it's not the first time you heard it. It's not the 10th time you heard it. It was the timing, you know, it was the hundredth time you heard it, but the timing was right. So you actually executed, right. And then that knowledge became, you know, a blessing for you, you know, and took it to the next level, you know, don't, don't waste your time on a podcast. It's not going to help you, you know, um, you know, I used to have like 50, I'm not exaggerating, like all these shows I was subscribed to. And I realized I was only really watching like five of them, 
you know, so I went and cut off the other 45, you know, and there's an audience that this podcast is one of the five. So, you know, I'd encourage you if you're listening to this podcast, you're watching this podcast, you know, frequently, then, you know, I'd look at some extra, some extra weight you might be able to cut off, you know, uh, you know, how many, how many do you have, right? Just go all in on the few that you have. Don't don't spread yourself over eight thousand of them. Oh wow! You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm saying pick the ones right because it's the ones yeah. you. Know, you I, I mentioned you know another another podcast earlier before we were you know filming, and um, that's one of the five. You know, but the reason why I picked it is because you know forever I was listening to it here and there. It wasn't until I started listening to it every day, or you know, uh, one of them is only once a week. You know, but whatever schedule they had, you know, and then I started you know make that impact. You know, yeah. make that impact. You know, that's you know. Don't get distracted. You know, that's the problem with the day. Too, too much information. You know, if you, if you are an entrepreneur and, you know, you need to have an entrepreneur podcast, right? Don't have 50 of them. You're going to get confused. Uh -huh. Just have a few, right? Uh -huh. If this one's speaking to you, if this one is one of the ones that you're watching, make it one of your you know, two or three, right? Get them uh -huh. all in one place. Uh -huh. You know, you're going to get much more value about it that way anyway, is what I'm saying. You know, if you're trying to watch 100. It's not ever going to make you know, you know, you're just not going to be part of the community, right? right. Go all in on the ones that you're in, you know? Well, Mr. It. SEO King, I, I appreciate you again, man. You know, you, you, I'm going to have to decompress some of the knowledge that you dropped, man. But, um, but yeah, I, I definitely appreciate all the, all the knowledge and, and all the advice and everything. And, and I know a lot of people would be blessed, you know, not just by the podcast, but just by your presence. You know, and, and every day, uh, you know, how you teach people. Um, and so we definitely, um, you know, we're looking forward to the replay and and uh, also just kind of, you know, seeing your business and all your students grow. And, and hopefully we'll be able to kind of uh, talk to each other again soon. Well, yeah, I would love to, um, once I have mine, once I start mine, of course, I'd love to have you all on. Um, and, and also, also too, I'm actually pretty well connected with some pretty big people. Yeah, you know, Mario, you don't you don't know, uh, but I'm actually connected with some pretty big people, so maybe you know we can get some things going. But you know, if you're so, take advantage of your network, people. Take advantage of your network. You know, you 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 take care of your network, and your network's gonna take care of you. You know, I don't know who said it, your network is your net worth, right? I think again, yeah. I, think it was, I think it was Jim Rohn again. Network is your net worth. It's the truth. Yeah. You know, um, don't don't be a little bit in on a thousand things. Be all in on just a few things. Right. Yeah. Right. So you know. Uh, but I'd love to come on again in the future, and I'd love to have y'all on mine. And like I said, I think I have a couple that I can probably hook y'all up with too. That I think you're, I think that y'all would, it'd be a blessing for you to have these people on, and probably be a blessing for some different people to have you on. Man, right? That'd be awesome. Yeah, yeah. Appreciate it. True connector. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. That, that's the whole thing. I, I want us all. I want us all to win. You're right. I want us all to win. You know, uh -huh. and we can we can help people and help entrepreneurs, and you know, they're my favorite. They're my favorite people. Uh -huh. My favorite group. I love them. They're my tribe. I love entrepreneurs. Thank you for helping. Yeah. Thanks again. I, I mean, I don't remember writing this many notes during the thing. You, a couple times of us looking down, I'm like writing. I'm taking down stuff that you said. So, thank you for that. that was I appreciate it. It was a pleasure meeting you, and I'm looking forward to my t-shirt. Yeah. I got you. Got you. Got you. Love the t-shirt. It's awesome. I love it. Appreciate it. Thank appreciate you. It. All right. Well, everyone stay tuned for the next podcast. Um, we definitely appreciate uh, Mr. Floyd being here. And, uh, you know, until next time, have a great evening. Thank you. Have a good evening, everybody. Bye. Bye.